Welcome, everybody, to The Last City Radio, episode number 89. Man, I cannot believe we finally make it to about 89. We got to give that one a round of applause. We made it. We made it. We made it. Such a wonderful time to be a podcaster. Thank you. Thank you. We all, it's, it's been such a pleasure, guys. You know, we, we made it through this journey for a long time. We've been, we've been on the grind since 2018. And, uh, all right, we had our anniversary on November 8th. So it's pretty cool to finally be in the game and be recognized by so many wonderful Destiny peers in the community. And just by you guys, all the viewers, I appreciate all, every single one of you guys for always tuning in, always excited to hear what's next in the destiny uh the nexty weeks when it comes to bungie and just expansions and all that type of stuff we always like to have fun here so um that being said uh if you can't make it to the show to the live tonight don't worry we always post on sunday the show on spotify so that way you can listen to it and watch it on your days off whether you're working out or you know just going to the grocery store so you can always tune in to some destiny discussions that being said, definitely want to introduce my co-host. The guy is not only solid, very knowledgeable, but he always just so knowledgeable with tech, whatever it comes to the industry or being a Sherpa. It doesn't matter. This guy is always helping out the community. I want to introduce to you guys, my co-host, Jared Darker. How you doing? What's up again, Carlo? Hey, man. What's going on with you, man? What's been up with no. you? another day in paradise it's been a big week for destiny yes indeed man indeed man uh, i mean just a lot of content coming out Purdue, we've been waiting for a while so mm -hmm. we finally got it and uh i it, cannot wait to hear what you think i'm sure we'll it. get to it but that dungeon is dope dude <laughs> yes absolutely man <laughs> crazy it's crazy stuff i love the aesthetic and everything about it mm -hmm. but we definitely gonna get to the Anything I want in a fantasy game. Anything you want in a fantasy game. But like I said, we'll get into it. it like I said, it's been a big week in Destiny. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that for sure. But man, we got some we got some great guest star, superstar guest coming on. Oh, do today. we ever? Do yes, we ever? Yes, we do. <laughs> so I want to take this time to actually introduce one of them. So I definitely want to introduce the Guardian who's passion love for destiny and its community does not go unnoticed whether it's, it's just having hilarious conversations with her her fire team to healing guardians suffer from mentally and uh and also being a solo warlock like she does it and always singing songs with great pride and joy i definitely want to introduce to you guys this is carly moore how you doing hello oh my gosh i'm so happy you mentioned my singing thank you so much most <laughs> people don't like my singing but thank you i'm finally recognized for it thank you <laughs> probably not on this podcast i'll save your ears for now <laughs> okay <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here though thank you for having me guys absolutely thank you for being here uh, with us actually you know it's definitely an honor and pleasure to have you on for sure um, I do want to ask you, how was your week? How's everything been going? What's, yeah. what's been going on with you? It's been great. Thank you. Been really busy. Um, we headed into the new season in Destiny, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Really enjoyed that. And yeah, just been spending time at home with the dogs when I've not been online. 
uh, mm-hmm. doing Sherpas in the community. So yeah, just um, been quite busy with the new seasonal stuff. Um, but I do try and relax with the dogs. I have um, French bulldogs, so been cuddling okay. up to them because it's quite cold here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a warm in area England. and. I was going to say, mm. I thought it was cold in my area. I can't imagine yeah. where you're at. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> when we let them out tonight, we finally got some snow. So it's, uh, it's here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. So I definitely want to introduce our other special guests. So I want to introduce a guardian who has shown his passion for destiny and lo- as large as life. Not only... Does he Sherpa like nobody's business? But he always loved to voice act on his spare time with mm-hmm. funny characters from Destiny and also an anime personality that he has. I definitely want to introduce the wonderful Mr. Big Daddy TJ. What's going on? How you doing? Hey. Hey, thanks so much. That was a great intro. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> gotta I gotta roll out the red carpet, man. Gotcha. <laughs> nothing but qual nothing but quality around here. I love that. That's right. <laughs> so I do want to ask you, man, what's been going on with you? I know you've had a crazy week yourself. What's been happening, man? It's been a real busy week. I mean, this has been something I've been looking forward to this uh, this week in Destiny, you know, since it was announced, because I'm a big sucker for anything. Awoken in Dreaming City and Ahamkar yes. and all that kind of stuff. So. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, they kind of had me had me right away. I didn't even really have to see it before I knew I was going to love it. And turns out it's a great season to boot. So I'm mm-hmm. being rewarded for my dedication. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, you you nailed it right on the head, man. I'm having a good time. I always love the 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 Dreamer City and everything, all the aesthetics. Mara saw one of my favorites as well, and just being able to go back, you know, see a ribbon again is, man, I love it. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, you know. For but sure. I do want to ask all you two. Uh, that we got a couple cool questions. They want to ask mm. you, but before we do that, I definitely want to say how you doing, Chat. I appreciate you guys. We'll definitely, I'll definitely read the comments from time to time. I appreciate every single one of y'all being here. It's a pleasure. We're going to have a good time tonight. So, hey, salute to all of you. And thank you, guys. Thank you, Luminous Zero, for the follow. Appreciate you, sir. Um, so, um, I definitely want to ask um, both of you guys, since I have both of you guys here. So, what made you, when did you start gaming? Like, what was your gaming history? So, I definitely want to go with you, Car- Carly, right quick. What was your gaming yeah. history like? Um, well, when I was really young, we were actually, we weren't, we weren't too well off. So my first gaming history was when I, we were gifted a BBC computer for some gardening work that my dad did on a, a friend's house. And so that was when I was about five or six years old. Um, mm-hmm. And that entailed Space Invaders. So we loved okay. that game so much. Um, so that was my first sort of game. And then a little bit of Commander Keen as I got older. These are very old games. You're probably all much younger and have no idea what that is. Uh, <laughs> but then um, a little uh, fast forward a few years, the PlayStation was released. And that was the first console we could really afford Um and my mum and dad brought that as a share present for my brother and I. So the first game I really got heavily into was probably Spyro the Dragon. Um, mm, yes. And I liked being able to <laughs> I liked the, um, the other world's um, dimension of that and being able to escape from 
uh, childhood that had some ups and downs in it and being able to be this cute little dragon and really feel like I was part of this other fantasy world that I could like dissolve into when I felt really low so yeah Spyro was where it went to and then I spent 15 years in World of Warcraft again lots of dragons and then unfortunately um, became disabled backed off a little from PC gaming went to Xbox where again Spyro was available so played a little bit of that <laughs> um, but liked a bit of uh, Red Dead, a bit of COD and found myself into shooters there so that's when I picked up Destiny 2 um, and eventually have transitioned to, to PC um, so it's been quite yeah. a ride um, and, and here we are now That's, that's just Amazing, especially uh, Spiral. You're like he, come yeah. on, where, where is the net? Where's the new Spiral at? I I'm know sure. more Spiral, more Spiral. Where can I get that <laughs> Breath of the Wild version of a uh, 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 Spiral? Where, I know. Where the next oh, that would be wild. On? That would be I wild know. if they did that. The crossover. <laughs> Just think of Destiny yeah. 2 Spiral crossover. <laughs> oh, let's you do never it. Know. The armor, yeah. With what's going on with? I was gonna say with with the season that would be a good one. That would be (laughs) nice. Spire and the Ahamkaras, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is Spyro. (laughs) 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 Spyro the Ahamkaras. The final boss would be those damn rings you had to fly through on Spyro. You know the flying puzzles. Was Man, not a fan. That, we gotta, we gotta have that, Bungie. You listen, we, yeah. we, we need that. We need that for sure. <laughs> the so, next summit will bring it up. <laughs> there you there go, go, please. There you go. Write it down. So, uh, uh, Teach, we gotta hear from you, man. How did you start in gaming, man? What's been, what's that whole catalog of history like? Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I guess I, I remember very distinctly the first time I played a video game, and it was, uh, it was my, my aunt who was. It was in college. They were just out of college. I can't really remember. Uh, her roommate had a Sega Genesis. And yes. at, one, at one point when I visited them, I was allowed to sit and, and, and play with it. And of course, I think I was probably seven or eight years old. I really didn't have a concept of what I was doing. So I just kind of, it was Sonic and I had a blast and, nice go. you know, hold forward, right? That's the, that's how you play Sonic on the Genesis. Nice. Um and and I, I really fell in love with it. And eventually, uh, I forget the catalyst that brought it upon, but like the the, the, the my birthday that year, uh, she the, the roommate gave it to my parents to give to me the console with a controller <laughs> oh, on it. So I, I was actually nice. gifted my first uh, Sega Genesis from my my aunt's college roommate. Um, and so I played I played Sega Genesis for a while, and and I eventually got into N sixty four and and Pokemon on the Game Boy, and kind of like grew into the Nintendo. Uh, culture from sega and eventually uh like a lot of kids in my generation you know this is before you owned all consoles your household picked one uh mm-hmm. some of you guys don't remember those times but mm-hmm. that oh was, yeah that was a thing uh and so i had my best friend had xbox my cousin had gamecube and i had another homie from school that had a playstation 2 and i had to I, it was it was time the n64 was aged out and i had yep. to make my decision mm-hmm. yep. Uh, yeah, I I picked the box. I picked Xbox, the original Xbox, okay. and mm. uh, I've been in the Xbox family kind of ever since. Obviously, I think at this point in my life, as a working adult, I now own all the platforms, so I play wherever yeah. uh, you know is is the yep. games are. But um, 
you know, really it stuck with, with Xbox until, until destiny two went to PC and then I got a gaming rig and now I play on, on PC for the most part mm-hmm. with, uh, with destiny at least. And I, I would say that my game time is split up between it's about, it's about 85 destiny 15, everything else that I try to play and get through. So <laughs> feel that. Yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. funny. You mentioned that about having to pick a console. Cause you remember yeah. how your friends would be like, no, yeah. don't go with that one. Cause you yep. couldn't play with your friends unless you, you had the same mm-hmm. one. And we're so yep. lucky to have cross play now. I know. But mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, and really this is, you know, Halo 2 kind of brought the advent of, of online gaming together yeah. with two consoles. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say the world, yes. I guess. Really? Yeah, I was going to say the Xbox was the only one that had online for quite a while. So yeah. if you wanted yeah. to play with friends, you had to have an Xbox. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and that was, was a big selling for, point. Yeah, and it was tough for people that had grown up with the PlayStation to put that down and go for a new console that was the <laughs> Xbox. And yep. then we, we came to love that little box, you know? And mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. And that's the thing, like, uh, it's it's... Just seeing all the generations that we've seen and we've all grown up and seeing just the different generations of gaming is crazy how things are now versus when we were back then. Back then, blowing mm-hmm. on cartridges. Yeah. Making oh, sure you wow, love yeah. the discs just to make yeah. sure everything is good. I mean, I, I don't have scratches on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yelling at my little brother for the scratches. <laughs> yeah, the siblings were the worst about that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I remember I thought that the height of gaming was was when you could get the add-on pack for the N64 controller that would let you put your Game Boy game on the TV. Oh, and I yeah. could just play Pokemon Yellow yeah, on the TV. Yeah. I remember oh, man, that. Man, this is living. Like, you know, I you just sit back and I'm like, three-inch <laughs> screen, my behind. I'm playing on the I TV know. now. Like, <laughs> 8-bit yeah. Pikachu looks way better when he's two feet tall. That's freaking awesome. You know? Did you oh. want a Game Boy for Christmas? No, I need the pack. The pack. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm trying to play on the TV. We're so exactly. lucky with the ease of things now as well with um mm-hmm. like you can airdrop yep. things and but back then you'd have to get behind the TV which was about five foot tall and three foot deep and you had to get right on back there and it was dusty mm-hmm. as all Red, anything. White, yellow, yellow. Yes, oh. the wires. Yeah, yes. yeah, oh my goodness. And then and then when the screen's tripping out, you had to go wiggle the cables. You had to find that perfect <laughs> yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah. Just well, duct tape it there. Uh, yeah, someone's <laughs> holding it. We've lost it. any semblance of youth from the viewers of the show. <laughs> oh I know, God. right? They've all cheated. Yeah, like, what are you them. talking about? Yeah, the 30 <laughs> yeah. plus crowd's the only people that Back are left in, in my them. Day. <laughs> I was coming up. <laughs> yeah, you've we got Gran holding the wire. Yeah, don't move, Gran. I've got it perfectly now. <laughs> you had to, when you had to be like, really just like, you had to do everything. You had the big box. Uh, TVs and those things were heavy, mm. man. Heavy, yeah. and the loading the times. Movement. The console the whole... was like a. We thought they were so journey. fast back then. Yeah. <laughs> but if you play Next them gen. now, what a journey and nostalgia! Like the startup screens are everything, aren't they? Like mm-hmm. looking back at this, well. Now, if yeah. something takes more than five seconds, I'm like, I need a new SSD. Right. It's like I need one. I need one now. And it's funny because especially uh when you go back and play some of the old games, is it just me or like when you you haven't touched one a minute, you go back play one of your old consoles Mm. and your eyes is just like, oh man. Yeah. They need to adjust (laughs) a minute. Yeah. (laughs) 
Because we're so used to all of the, the new flashy graphics and all this stuff. And then going back to it, it's like, oh, man. I feel and it like gets I'm downgraded. It gets me how we re- go from like small to big to small to big. So we have the Game Boy, uh, Game Boy Micro. We had a, a like a massive mm-hmm. Game Boy and things that are handheld and then things that are big like a gaming PC. And then you have things coming out now that seem to be going back to the sort of PSP times like the Steam mm-hmm. decks and things like yes. that. It's amazing how things are cyclical like that and really evolve and then come back around though with a bit of improvement yeah absolutely it, it's just yeah. it's mind-blowing just mm-hmm. the whole thing so i do want to ask you guys also um how do you guys get into streaming first i do want to ask you guys before i even ask about the destiny one i want to ask you you know what inspired yeah. you guys to get into streaming um who inspired you to get into streaming you know tell us about that so i'll go with uh yeah. tj first mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought, I didn't, I didn't think I was ever going to be a streamer, to be honest. That was not something I had gone on my radar. I, I knew I loved gaming and community. And when Destiny 1 was a game, I really, um, I mean, it's still a game, but when I was playing it as a main, it was, I was a clan leader and I got really into running the clan through the Bungie net platform. And to the point where I would do like, raid recaps where i would write up the raid experience into like a mm. you know 500 word recap and post it on the wall of who got what loot drops wow. in the funniest moments and like almost like a you know what you would do for like a stream right like did you save the, you know, those because yeah. i want to read those i would i, I wish to. i'll have to go back and see i think i think all that stuff's been deleted from their site i'd have to see it because I, uh, I would write it in the website like i don't know if it's still there i'd have to see it, it would be like reading an but... old diary entry yeah. for you Honestly, oh yeah. wow yeah for sure um and I remember uh, in about 2016, I was working at a um, a really a really toxic job, and um, it was a environment that uh, asked me to kind of compromise my integrity in more ways than I was willing to kind of do. And it was unfortunately yeah. one of those jobs that um, they try to just pay you so well that it doesn't uh, yeah pay away that, the that morals. Seem to matter. Yeah, yeah. and um, that was. You know, I, I was kind of raised in a in a in a household that that values your, you know, your integrity higher than anything else. So I I left that job kind of without any plan or prospect or anything. And um, I got home and it had been a long. I'd been working there for a while and and I was I was really burnt out. I had a whole bunch of medical problems from all the stress and and I was trying to figure out like I got to do something next. And my wife said, you know, well, you know, why don't you take some time and just you know hang out and why don't you do a stream? And I was like. Uh, <laughs> so I did, and I did one, and I I played uh, Resident Evil Seven was my first stream the day it came out. Hmm. Okay, and um, and I remember like you know just like everybody when you start, it's like it's just you talking to the wall. There's like two people yeah. there, and like they never say anything, and you know, and it's just uh, sure. and you're just you know you're just narrating your own experience, and hmm. um, I kind of fell in love with it. So it was really my wife's idea uh to just even started it at all and and i i instantly kind of just started to think this is a blast and i, I really enjoyed it and became a, my 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 passion my favorite hobby for you know five years until i took it full time just in 2021 so or 22 it's 22. so cool so not been not been full time wow. very long but it's been a it's it's been a lovely six-year journey okay so how long may it continue please yeah. mm. <laughs> mm. 
and I and I don't mean to I don't mean to, I just don't want to confuse folks watch it doesn't doesn't really matter too much but just just T just fine don't have to there's no hard J in my uh in my that's for my mom my mom can she's she's the she's the TJ caller but just just T just fine for gaming purposes if that's easier uh, okay and uh, you mean we don't have zero. to call you Big Daddy every time well wow. yeah, I mean, you can if you like that's wow. it's more of a personal okay. preference. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> uh, Luminous Zero asked. Uh, he said, "Okay." He said he just wanted to ask about the uh, the current Pokemon game, and is excited. Is he excited for the DLC? He wanted to ask you, Carly. Are you excited about the Pokemon DLC game? If you have it. Oh, I think Actually, he wanted to ask them. Teach, them teach. Too. yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, is T? T? You doing? Yeah. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. Uh oh okay I see that there sorry I just looked at the chat. Um the so Scar I play Scarlet. I uh I Pokemon I I've played almost every Pokemon game. I love Pokemon. It's one of my favorite franchises in history. I think that Scarlet is a incredibly ambitious yep uh title that that really pushes the 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 genre or the, the the franchise Pokemon forward. However, I think that it was not given enough time to be fully developed. I also think it needs much stronger hardware to live up the expectations that they probably thought so. that they wanted it to do. That being said, I had fun with it. Um, I'm playing mm-hmm. the DLC right now, the first one. Uh, I'm excited for the second one to come out. I think that they're, you know, Pokemon's Pokemon's always going to be fun. Um, but I hope that Nintendo kind of embraces um, stronger hardware and more development time for Pokemon if they mm-hmm. really want to go to like a full kind of open world Breath of the Wild style experience for that. Yeah, game. I like I like the way that Poke. I definitely like the way that like Pokemon is going. But like you said, the, like what's going on with a lot of games nowadays is like there's hardware issues, there's development yep. issues. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree, and also um, too, since we we on uh, on our all things gaming, we all we talked about the Switch Two that will be coming out next year, mm-hmm. and so this is their time and their chance to really say okay. We can, because we do hear rumors that they do have another, uh, uh, what was that, uh, Pokemon, the, uh, that open world one before uh, mm-hmm. Scarlet came Sword out. Sword Shield? Not that one. It was oh. the, the game after that. What was oh, it called? Arceus, uh, Legend Arceus. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, so they're coming out with another one, and this one is supposed to take place, uh, what is it, in black and white? I think it's black and white's era. Okay. Okay. Uh, region. So it's going to be pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that would be. Yeah. And thinking about it with the Switch 2 coming out, that'll be something that they could put in now utilize this is because we're hearing a lot about uh, the upgrades for the Switch, the Switch 2 and what it's going to be able to do um, graphically and, and just all over. It's about time. Yeah. Yes. So uh, hopefully we they, they, they change the game up when it comes to. Uh, just the overall uh, next Pokemon game bigger in a yeah. bigger way. Yeah. Because one thing that I was actually disappointed that Scarlet and Brother had was like, why can't I change my outfit to the most snazzy outfit? Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, man. Why did you nah. take that out of the game? You, were killing you boys that. and your drip. My goodness. Every game just, we get I into. Mean, my yeah. goodness. It's can't the real end game. Always. Can't yes. take you yes. anywhere, can we? Sword and Shield had awesome outfits that you could yeah, put on. It, did. it was it the did. previous it generation. It's like it did. Mm. I don't know why they 
And he took the best it's thing because they out. ran out of time. Nobody nobody wants to talk about this, but they didn't no, have no, time right. to do these outfits. Yeah. Yeah. What were those mm-hmm. lessons about? Like, those school lessons, the repetitiveness of that, that was a little bit <laughs> something else, wasn't it? The amount of times I fell asleep on my couch playing Scarlet when I was in the school with that school yeah. music on, trying oh to do that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like I'm back in real school. I'm falling Your asleep. Your teacher's the... gonna come out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> Must concentrate like... more in class, Teach. Wow. Having, yeah, having, having, having dreams, Mr. Teach. Do you know the answer? And you're like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally called the teacher mother or something like. It's <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I felt the same way. I literally felt the same way. I was like, oh my God, please. Yep. I got to get past this yep. immediately. But also, yeah. like, I mean, you know, when you're talking about things Scarlet had going for it, like, they made the professors real hot. Like, I don't really get why that had oh, to happen wow. this generation, but That's both right. these professors are banging 10 out of 10 runway right. models. I'm like, that. what are we, do? Pokemon? Like, what? Chill, dude. They're supposed to be old. These, these are. Rated for seven plus. What? Right, seven seven plus is awakening. Just like you know, like a man. Seven what though? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Hey, when uh, when 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 Teach saw the the professor, he was just like, he yeah. started paying attention in class. Then, I, wow. You sure it was well, class? Like, I mean, I was trying to get extra credit, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's how the that's anime start. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, I understand they changed the whole game because you remember back in the day it was like the muscle guys, the the bodybuilder, you know, yeah. guys. <laughs> it changed yeah. completely. It's like, yep. okay, I see what y'all <laughs> doing here. And now the underground heroes, you know. An mm. emo chick in skinny pants with an Eevee backpack. Just, I'm like, all right, what's going? That's literally me. I know. The longest range I can get. I am there. I'm not complaining. I'm the hero now. I'll bring it yeah, up. That's right. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my hour, finally. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I've arrived. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, I can totally see that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm be right. on the front cover of Pokemon. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm here. Hey, my Charizard. <laughs> mm. Well, hey, that's going to be the evolution of things. Is with I don't like talking about AI really, but inserting ourselves into the game and into TV programs and things, I think, will be the next thing. You know, like we want so much stuff personalized. I think it will be like about us, you know, games that we can play with us in the story or, you know, tempering the story mm-hmm. somehow, you know, to fit our ends. And, you know, we might be able to put our face on our character, you know, like physically put our photographic image on onto our characters, you know, in, in years to come and things like that. So I think, you know, who knows? I could be on the cover of Pokemon, you know. Did I don't know. Many people the... wouldn't buy that. But, you know. <laughs> I would buy it. Are you kidding me? Wow, thank you. I got three Carry copies on. sold. Right, awesome. And the minute when <laughs> you, the minute you show up. <laughs> hey, Carrie, the minute you show up. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, my favorite. Did, did you guys watch the, uh, the Apple keynote for their, their new headset? Like the, um... No. No, I haven't. What it looks like? I, I, I want to say it's called like Apple Vision Pro, but I can't remember if that's the name of the product. It's something um, Apple, I'm sure. Yeah. Something like that. It's mm-hmm. Apple something. But it's essentially, it's a, it's, a, it's a VR headset, sort of, mm. uh, that mm. 
doubles as an AR headset. Mm. And the idea is that it is fully closed off, but um, it uses high-definition cameras to project Mm. your room to you and allow you to interact Mm. with programs like Tony Stark. Um, what? And you can Whoa, just start like it's wow. it's very very cool. I highly recommend you watch the keynote for the Apple oh, Vision yeah. Pro thing. Take I take the twenty it. minutes or whatever. It's it's fantastic. But the reason I bring it up is because they they show off that that you can take FaceTime calls on this device. And oh. um, and I thought to myself, well, that's kind of strange. Like how hmm. how would they like would you you wouldn't have a camera, I guess, because you're wearing it'd a headset. Be your you'd eyeball, be able to see it? them, right? <laughs> yeah. But, right. Well, yeah, you could. It might be is an external camera. How does it work? Hmm. But um, turns out that the high def cameras inside the device will 3d scan your face <gasps> and what? project you as like a uh like a you know a cg avatar of you not like a memoji Help like me, a Obi-Wan. real rendered You're like an uncanny hope. valley <laughs> kind of like and and they showed off the tech and like it, it was a little uncanny valley but at the same time i'm like this is actually kind of dope because like right it's, it's like you have your own vtuber D2. thing just, yeah, yeah, with with Princess Leia, like when yeah. she's in, when he projects her. Oh my goodness, I need and it. It was really cool. really cool to see. So like, check this out because I think that's the yeah. future. Like what you were talking about, Kira, of inserting ourselves into games. Like if this yeah. technology exists, where you know, say say Happily. you know, there's there's tie into Apple Vision Pro. If you have this headset, this game supports it. Now you just use your Apple Vision Pro scan, upload it to the game, and now you're in the game. Like there's mm. the technology there is like there's some weird like it could be really cool in the in the yeah. near future. Mm. Yeah, we, we talking that sword on online talk, man. Mm. I was I was about to I was about to say that as he was talking. Mm. I'm like, bro, I've seen Sword Honor online. Okay, I don't know. I'm in. I'll <laughs> head towards that. Heading mm. towards that. Never okay. coming back to the real world again. I'm gonna come so, back okay, so, to. Okay, so now um... I think Jared just answered the question. But would you go mm-hmm. comatose to play video games? Because I totally would. I would. Yeah. I would absolutely do it. I would, I would have to try. Well, it. like a bit like Neo Matrix style, where you we're sort of like. Um, yeah, like you jack in. Yeah, like you <laughs> plug in the back of your head. I'm glad you yeah. said in then, and you know nothing else. Um, so you have like a little plug in the back of your head or something. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'd want that. You but wouldn't have know. a plug inserted. Wow. <laughs> and you jack in, and then it says on the screen flatline. Here, yeah. you got You got to watch. You got to watch Sword Art Kira. I will. That's oh, what yeah. I literally yeah, was going to say. Bring me back on another podcast with Teja, and I'll let you know what I think of. Uh, no, you think of Sword Art. Yeah. 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 That's funny. We got to talk. We we'll do. We would do a whole anime stint. We 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 can do a whole anime stint. We'll just bring you guys on. And we just yeah. all talking. Carrie becomes a weeb. <laughs> I'm here for it. Got oh, a working yeah. title already. Yeah, we got it. We already got it right there. Coming soon, y'all. Coming soon. The episode is just I've arrived. <laughs> I've arrived. <laughs> I've arrived. So uh, I definitely want to ask you guys. Um, definitely. Um, you kind of mentioned a little bit about you know how you got into Destiny. Um, did you um? I just want to ask you, like, uh, how did you love Destiny when you first came in? And do you still have the same excitement that you did when you first started? Hmm. Especially if you was a Destiny 1 vet or you started in vanilla Destiny 2. Um, I definitely want to go to Yukari. Uh, how did you, yeah. Do you still have the same passion that you did when you yeah. first started Destiny? Well, um, I'll just I'll just say as well that I started streaming by... Um, 
wanting to I pressed the go live button because I wanted to find more friends to play with and literally just started going live on my Xbox to start with. There was no overlay or panels on that then and it there was no chat. I would looked at it on my phone. Um, which is really <laughs> awkward. And I was literally, like Teach said, there were no people watching me. Um, and I was quite disheartened at that start with. And I thought, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm literally just doing this to make friends. You know, no one's ever going to watch me. I'm no one. You know, no one will find my stream. Like, how would they find me? Uh, and then people started. When they start. <laughs> I know. And, and people started coming in and more and more. And I would be myself um, and just tell silly jokes and sing as I do. And I just started to make <laughs> friends and we played the game and then people would say, can I play with you? Yeah, that's cool. And that's how it grew. And eventually I decided that, you know, it was so annoying to read chat on a laptop screen, which kept turning off that I wanted a gaming computer <laughs> and, and, you know, actually play properly. Um, and I started with my one screen and my laptop balance on the desk. And then I got my two monitors. I thought, oh, my goodness, this is a spaceship. I don't deserve two monitors. I'm not good at the game. You know, like, <laughs> but wow, it, I couldn't live without them now. But, yeah, that's how I started anyway. And Destiny, I started, um, I was sitting in a cafe meeting up with a friend that I hadn't um, seen in a long time. And he said, oh, this is a really cool game. We used to play World of Warcraft together. And he said, you should try Destiny. And Destiny 1 had already been out for a little bit. Um, but he said, you're not allowed to play Destiny 2 until you've tried Destiny 1 and got through the story. <laughs> so got through that. Um, loved the Iron Wolf story. And, you know, Saladin's part in that. It's probably my favorite. Um, played all the story. And I was like, let me out Destiny 2. I can't wait. Um, and that was Red War. Red War was out. Um, so I was very lucky to be there through all of the expansions, pretty much in um, yeah. Destiny Two before they've been vaulted. Um, and my journey with Destiny Two has been up and down, really, throughout the expansions and things. I think I've had some really fantastic experiences. I've had a lot of negative ones, but they are really down to um, probably reactions of other people in the game. I think it's very much um, an evolving world, and it depends very much on how other people around you who you play with also react to the game and what's in it. And I think it can have it can have seasonal depression, I think, Destiny. And, you know, we're, we can be in a bit of a rut sometimes and it can feel mm -hmm. like it's not going to sure. get better. And then we can get something like Warlord's Ruin, for example. And we're all like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. And it mm -hmm. can be incredible. Um, but then there could be vaulting content and, you know, the monetization and things like that. And the layoffs, of course, that really bring people down. So mm -hmm. my my answer to that question is yes i'm still 100 percent in love with it i call destiny my uncle like my family mm -hmm. member that i i love forever i will always love i don't like them all the time but i always love them <laughs> and i'm not ever gonna get rid of them but i'm not always wanting to see them and i don't always get on with them but i will always love them um so that's my answer to that really and I think with uh, Destiny, especially like you're mentioning, like the, uh, you know, the positivity around it, there is a lot of it, but it's just unfortunately when there is something negative with Destiny 2, it's something big. 
but like yeah. the positivity way outweighs the negative and you know yeah. sometimes there's yep. just slumps and social media Agreed. is a big thing um with that twitter especially i mm -hmm. think it's so easy to put something out behind a keyboard with an anonymous name and handle no picture mm -hmm. and you know mm -hmm. not expect any repercussions and fire it out in a second with the heat of the moment you know and then you might disagree with that an hour later even 30 seconds later or you know you might stick to it and but and it, you know the effect it has on other people maybe they do agree maybe they don't but it can start mm -hmm. you know i'll read 300 comments i'll sit there in bed and read 300 comments from people arguing about trials of osiris and you know it's oh it's, god yeah it's like the most divisive subjects in this <laughs> game anything competitive where people yeah. can have an opinion is going to bring negativity but it's also oh, going to yeah. bring the most fun experience playing with your mates so if you can handle mm -hmm. it you know it's amazing i love it it's always those people that be, I think that this thing could be nice because I'm so tired of the game. Like, they always do it all the time. Yeah. And it's it's like, wait, listen. You what I don't understand. like as the last thing is what I, <laughs> what I really don't like is the scapegoating. Like, people, oh, I, yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. to name drop, but, you know, Saltagreppo's to blame for everything. You know, he's nerfing <laughs> Div, he's doing this, he's doing that. I don't like the scapegoating. I think no. Destiny is stepping away from having public figures. I think, you know, Joe really now is the only person we really have in the in the firing yeah. line. Even the, you know, the twids that were twabs are now signed off Destiny team. Um and it and it, it is a helpful um, but it leaves Joe singularly in the firing line. I've read some of the most horrible things about that poor man, who I think having, you know, Teach and I were in a meeting with him recently. I think he's lovely. I think he's a really nice person from what, mm -hmm. you know, I've seen mm -hmm. of him, and I judge people the way I find them. I think it's so easy <laughs> to scapegoat someone. Um, I just don't like that about, you know, but I think that's in any world. I think we're too quick yeah. to do that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I agree. You know, it's one of those things where it's like a lot of times, uh, especially when you have an opinion about certain things and, you know, I, it's one of those things you understand. People are going to always have their opinions about something. Hey, I think uh, I think this this need a little, little bit tuning. Or, yeah. You know, it's that my <gasps> opinion's more valid than yours, mm -hmm. isn't it? That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. And that's the thing that makes when, you, when it comes to a healthy community, it's always about, listen, you know, we we all are gonna have opinions about certain things. We don't have to fight about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Somebody have to, no if reason. you don't like what someone say, that's fine. But you don't have to oh, I don't like what you're saying, so now I'm gonna have to pitch for you. Yeah. As that, yeah. That's healthy just, debate that's and discourse, nuts. isn't there? Yeah. Exactly. We can we can have we can have healthy debates. So, well, mm. I don't think I don't personally think I think it might hurt the game. But mm. you know, I'm willing to listen to what you gotta say. My big one, whenever something's going on with Destiny, is that everybody's like, oh, this is going to suck. And uh, it's like, it hasn't even come out yet. You don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it could get personal. It's like, what, yeah. I, what I always say to people is like, Tej likes Fetter on his salad. I don't eat Fetter on my salad. Does it mean I don't <laughs> like Tej? Do you know what, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And 
<laughs> it, it can get very personal. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, oh my god, I don't like the way you spell your name. How mm -hmm. dare you get out of my game? Like, I don't like that one particular figure behind you. It's looking at me funny. You know, I mean, it, I thought it moved earlier, <laughs> it really but you know, is, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It gets so personal. And I saw Liana's tweet about how I didn't realize it got that far, but I can imagine it did. Dylan, um, DMG, um, mm -hmm. and she had people coming up to them at the petrol station, the gas station, and shouting at them for things that they wanted changed in the game. I can't yeah. imagine what it would be like working at Bungie, you know, trying Should to make positive change when it's not your decision to make anyway. You know, it's not just mm -hmm. a singular job. So I feel for Joe right now, you know. I really do. What a time to go approach someone about something you don't I like know. on a computer mm -hmm. game. I hope I'm just she trying didn't to get go my coffee and Yeah, I'm just trying right to get a... in. I'm just trying to fill up the car and get a coffee. Like, it. yeah, go to the forum, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's one of those things where it's just like, listen, man. Outside mm -hmm. of the studio, I'm just Joe. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. You don't, have to, you don't have to do all that. I'm just trying to. Yeah, yeah like, like everybody else, you need to go and cool off and touch some grass. Exactly yeah, been outside right. for a long time. Come on. But Joe isn't bungee twenty four seven. Joe has a family, you know, mm -hmm. he's gonna be like yeah. everyone else. He he's not an exo in real life that is sat there to answer <laughs> everybody's questions. <laughs> or maybe he is, Joe. Can you answer that? You know, you know? <laughs> right. But yeah. Mm. I think esoteric's an exo. Yeah, you maybe. maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I just think he's the guardian from lore. Like when yeah. the, the, the guardian yeah, is so. mentioned, it's esoteric. I don't, I don't yeah. know. He's one of the warlords. Get a team of six to go tackle this huge challenge. No, you just need one esoteric. Just one esoteric. <laughs> he's the real Saint Fourteen. <laughs> he can he can tackle any challenge, and he always mm -hmm. survives every time. <laughs> <laughs> That dude is, he's so legendary in the community. It's its one of the things when you're a gamer, right? We're all gamers, right? Mm -hmm. But he takes, he takes it to the next level that I don't think anybody else realized what he's capable of doing. And just the amount of skill and work ethic it takes for him to put together an awesome build to survive just the most dangerous situations in Destiny by yourself. It makes me feel like crazy. such a banana. Like I I always like people <laughs> like that give me such um imposter syndrome. I'm like, why do I press go live? These people are amazing, you know. I have that with Teej as well. I'm like, I'm such a, a piece of fruit. Like I, I don't I I'm literally you amaze me. It's it's incredible. <laughs> A close, a close example I can give to that is like uh, at the last day one raid race. Like we had two people on my team who had never done a day one raid race before, and they're both very good players. They got into that raid race, and they were like, "Like here we are, thirty six hours later," and they were like, "I thought I was so good at this game until we yeah. got to here." And it's like, "You are good. You just haven't done this." <laughs> It's no, okay. Day ones <laughs> will hand your butt back to you with a check. You know, like they're not. Uh... Like the other four of us are tired too. Don't worry. <laughs> mm. We all tired too. Trust me. We're, we're all Friendships making mistakes. Friendships end over that, you know. It's it's. Oh you know, God, yeah. Yeah. One thing that I never liked, uh, especially when the LFGs, I'm sure you guys noticed that in the Desi app is, um, you see a lot of people do the like the gatekeeping. 
You gotta mm-hmm. have 500 clears yeah. in order. Mm-hmm. The game, the raid just came out yesterday. What you talking about? Yeah, you gotta have the issue. It's like in your clan listen. notes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's over the top. Must have a KD of like six million. You know. <laughs> I'm 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 good. I can get myself out of situations. I yes, I've been a flawless before, solo mm-hmm. and by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not cons- I'm considered a situational uh PvP yeah. player. Yeah, you know. ain't that the truth? Same here. Yes. I think I'm just Sometimes considered I'm a situation at this point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true I don't though. Think anyone like... wants me in trials. <laughs> Watch, you gonna be popping off. But I thought you said you were good. Oh, I, I, I do a little thing here and there. Yeah, this is my season. <laughs> I've arrived. This is it. It's all yeah. about granting wishes. Mm. The first, the first time I did a solo flawless trials, my only one because I got like three and. Because I'm not a huge PvP player, but I was like, mm, mm-hmm. let's give it a go on stream one day. And I got to the end, and I was like, guys, this is just blind effing luck. Like, I, I don't know how I'm at the lighthouse. <laughs> but how good did how. you feel, though? How good did you feel that you'd done that? Like, if you I do something like faint. that... <laughs> yeah. Like, if you get to the lighthouse, or you clear a raid or something, the absolute, like, feeling in this game, I think is so good, like... Raid's another Saturday for me. A raid's just another Saturday for me. When I did trials, Mm. I was like, I was like, I gotta go pinch myself real quick. Yeah, but there are (laughs) PvPers who say that though, that they have that experience in PvE that they can't do, you know, normal Mm -hmm. raids, and and it's the other way around. Um, But we have to think as well. We start doing PvE as soon as we step into the game from day one. The game is PvE in Destiny. Um, yep. Not everybody sticks to you know the same amount of PvP as they do PvE. So these people are so dedicated to go in every weekend. You know, you see people like mm-hmm. Jake, um, Golden Eagle, Defizzle. You know, mm-hmm. anyone who who stays in there for that amount of time. Like I just have so much respect for it. it yeah. You know. It is a completely different skill set, and like it's Mm. just one I cannot catch, Mm -hmm. and so Mm. good on them because it's not one I can figure out. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's the thing; it's it's one of those things too. Like even for me, I'm considered an all around type of guardian, right? I I play everything. Mm. I was always play everything. I'm pretty decent at everything for the most part. Um, but, um, you know, I even remember when I first started doing PvP a lot, I was almost terrified of trials, even back in Destiny 1, because mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't that good. You know, I was okay. I could get myself out of gunfight for a little bit. But um, there was this one guy who I used to know. Um, he used to be an old co-host here right now. Salute to him, Snow Monkey. Uh, what, he's dealing with uh, cancer and everything like that. Great guy. I'm sorry to hear um, but that. But thing about it, the thing about him, he was a crazy mm. PvP guy, and he used to be one of the. Uh, he used to be military as well, mm. and he actually like did mm. sniping uh, in the military. Mm. Oh wow! So this guy was naturally good at sniping, like literally. I wonder yeah, what he thought of it in the game. Then. The most steady hand. And this dude, yeah. every time we would jump in. The match would start. He already didn't snipe somebody. I'm like, dude, what? How? How are you doing that? You mm. know. And he was just a natural at it. And he always That's would teach. Crazy. He taught me how to snipe. He taught me how to uh, 
to really just like hold your own in PvP. So I got a lot of skills from it. Trust me, the, it was so a lot funny. of work. But yeah. The funny, yeah. thing, the funny thing is, and of course I can speak for this from experience. Is like you can actually transfer that experience to an I FPS was game. Ask that. Yeah, because How is that? so I, yeah. So I mean, I'm no sniper, but um, <laughs> I I am an expert marksman in real life, yeah. and like Isn't just the being able on to... the other side. I'm oh, sorry, I was. I was... <laughs> is it is Destiny's left hand shoot, isn't it? And other other games mm. right, or is it the other way around? Or is it the other way around? No. Is it the same Destiny's about, or is it right aim? Hand. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, there's something about the aim that's slightly different, though, isn't there? I was just wondering how, but I, I'll have to I'll have to remember what that is. I was I was told there was something mm. different about the way you aim in Destiny to some other FPSs. I'm not mm. sure. I'll have to re- remember what that is. Yeah. But, yeah, mm. like. How but you can that, but yeah. it's it's easy to trans it's easily transferable like i've actually mm. i've told people there because i i haven't been playing destiny long actually i've only been playing since shadowkeep i have not oh, been wow. in, in it for too long mm. and people are like dude how do you keep it so steady and i'm like literally i'm just able to keep my hand steady and transfer breathing and breathe and actually breathing technique works especially when you're sniping i was like believe yeah, was it or not say that. <laughs> isn't it that you breathe in on your um you'll you'll be able to say, tell me this like you don't you breathe in on uh on an aim and out on a shot or is it the other way around so yeah trigger pull jiggle, is an exhale yeah you don't jiggle trigger pull the, is um, an exhale sight yep. yeah mm, <laughs> that's so interesting yeah <laughs> As long as your hand is uh, not everywhere and you're tapping it from up here, you just keep it yeah. steady. Like, I mean, you'll hit you it or you don't. Out, mm, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How does that transfer on a two D, like a two D screen? Is that? Do you feel there's much difference with that? It's just really interesting to me. Well, I, I think the really, I think yeah. the really, I think the really hard part in Destiny is just people can move around so quickly. That's yeah. the difficult part. Yeah, that's not normal human behavior, is it? To no. be able to move and to fly around <laughs> in Icarus dash around the sky. I, 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 I was, was just but... about to say, I'm not headshotting Icarus dashes, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it rise all the time in my daily life, don't you? I mean, don't, I'm in the sky have... right now. <laughs> hey, hey, as long as you keep floating left and right, you're safe from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ali say, uh, said, uh, T. TJ, uh, when did Saturn Destiny become a ritual for you, and what inspired you to start? Thank you for the question. Oh, ah, uh, gosh, that's a great question. Uh, Saturn Destiny started one day when I was uh, thinking about just doing a stream at all on a Saturday, and I wanted to play Destiny. It was a, uh, it's like a really like just a let's 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 make up a silly name and an excuse to play this game on this day. That's so cool, um, though the name. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like it. I think at that time, you know, this was pretty, pretty early Destiny Two: Curse of Osiris Warbind kind of time, and um, you know, Destiny did not have a very robust player base at that particular uh, mm-hmm. stretch of months. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, for the people that were there, it was it was difficult to get end game content kind of stuff done because the Fire Team Finder on Bungie wasn't really a thing. So you're using third party you know, LFG kind of stuff to try to find people. And I just started offering out to help people because I was kind of done everything there was to do. Like a lot of folks that stayed with the game through that time were. And um, 
it turned out that that was a really popular thing. And, and I, I, I knew kind of right away that I didn't want to be a quote unquote service streamer. Um, you know, I, I have mm, all the respect mm. in the world for people that do that with every piece of content that they do. I think that's a, that's a lot of energy and a lot of time and a lot of patience that I think mm-hmm. that, um, I wouldn't be able to maintain for, for a long time, but, uh, yeah. at the same time, you know, fostering community and, and giving people an opportunity to engage with content that I definitely get to have, you know, I, I have an advantage. I get to do any content I want anytime by asking any number of people to do it. And I think that's something that's very easily taken for granted. Um, and so to, to be able to take a day once a week, that is like a Saturday morning cartoons kind of vibe where it's just getting together no with the community in the morning on the weekend and, um, you know, offering out, you know, a few hours in, in that day to kind of just say, Hey, what can we, what can we, what can we help you get through that you can't find a team mm-hmm. for during the week? I think that's a, it's, it's really a special cool. opportunity to, to be able to do that. And um, it became a ritual for me, I guess, to answer that question, just uh, just when when people kept showing up and asking, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of just almost like uh, Saturday, Saturday, so you doing helps today. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know what? yeah. Uh, why not? Why not? It gives so me the vibe of, of being sat next to you on the carpet with a controller, like even though we're on MK, <laughs> like watching cartoons, but being stuck on like the boss and be like, teach, can you just take the controller for this? I'm stuck on this bit. Can you just do this for me now, please? But like yeah. helping us through it in the game, that like we were talking about cartoons, uh, you know, um, and 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 things like that. That kind of family feel, you know, with your mate sitting like, oh, I'm stuck on this bit. Can you just help me? You know, like the Saturday morning, you're just eating your your fruity, you know, colorful e number cereal, and you're like, <laughs> you're all ready to go. That's what that feels like. It's really nice. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good time for sure. That's awesome. Great, great question, by the way, chat. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you guys for jumping in in the chat, uh, coming in. And for those who come in, welcome to the Last City Radio. Your gracious host, Pete Carla Gaming, and uh, you're tuning into Last City Radio. We're having a good time. So if you do have questions, just go ahead and type them, and I'll definitely try to get to them for the show. All right. Hey, that's pretty good, man. Great, great conversation. So um, I do want to ask you guys uh, now, uh, before we get on to the main treat is uh name your top five games of all time to you so first tj for sure we'll be looking at what we got got? top five of all time you know i i i admittedly saw that you were going to ask me this when we were talking about doing the show and i i sat down i tried to write them down and i ended up with a you game of like, knew the there was like, a question on this oh my i'm sat here like oh my god cheated oh my god uh but the the list is like 30 games long which is not five so i'm i'm really i'm trying to think of um you know like if i really had to pick i mean okay let's be let's get number one out of the way it's the Destiny first time too. i was on this show i was like dude i can't do five yeah, <laughs> five is a tight, yeah, no. tight squeeze. No. I think I can probably get. There's some that I can get down for sure. Um, okay, so okay. I mean, Destiny Two, number one, right? right like it's right. you know, it's my favorite game of all time, and I don't, I don't think that's ever going to change. Um, but the rest of my top five, I think I got to give one slot. And these, these maybe don't necessarily have an order of ranking because Destiny is above them all. They kind of all just live in that top five. But I'll say, uh, Resident Evil Five. Okay. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Sword. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo Four. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
And uh, yeah, come at me. Catch these hands. See, if talk, <laughs> yeah. I'll say anything about Halo Four. I'll I'll, I'll find you. All right. <laughs> He's uh, arrived. Come on now. <laughs> so what's that? That's four. Destiny, Resident Evil Four, Pokemon, and uh, Halo Four. Uh, the last one. I this is one guy kind of like. There are so many games that fill this this spot that I that is not easy to say. I will say that for the, uh. Maybe not shock value, but just the way it, that this game changed the way I think about what video games are in the medium as a as a whole. Um, I will say the original Bioshock is my final. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I say that yeah. because I I didn't understand. You know, I was kind of a I grew up on Tony Hawk and Pokemon and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like there's not a lot of narrative driven like you know. Yeah. I, I play I played video games. You know what I mean? Like I was, yeah. was short stint play sessions and off to the races. Bioshock was a blind buy for me at a GameStop. Yeah, um, I had no idea what it was about. I asked the guy behind the counter. I said, hey, I want a new video game to play. What should I get? And he said, you should try this one. Um, and I think it made me realize that you can tell a, an extremely effective narrative and evoke emotion from a player without the need for cinematics, cutscenes. Uh, you know, like the, 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 you're you're playing these moments and you're experiencing these plot developments real time as the character, and and I never I never played anything like that before. So so to me, I guess I'll give that last spot to Bioshock because I think that it showed me, opened my eyes to like, wow, video games are art, and this is like a yeah. this, this is a this is a narrative that is better than a novel. It's better than a movie. This is something that I'm experiencing, and and while I thought I was in control for so long, you know, and and I'm and I'm not, and I think that that's the you know that type of effective storytelling is is is, is incredible. Nice, mm. great, that's a great nice choices. List. Mm. Absolutely, great. People choices. think I only play Destiny, but it turns out I know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and they don't like it when you play anything else. <laughs> like, no, oh God, this ain't is that not the truth. Destiny. What is this? Any, yeah. Anytime I hop on something else, what's this? Mm. Why are you playing that? It's like <laughs> where really? destiny? Question mark. <laughs> like where? Twat. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So We're in the last month of the season, chill. Yeah. Very <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, I'm glad I don't have to do this in in a speedy fashion. I, I these are my right now. So, so like somebody, I wasn't prepared for this question. So, without any hints of this, I'm going to just go with what comes into my head. So, the first game, they're all on the same level, or, like, they're just my favorite five games, I think. <laughs> so, I'll probably think of one after and be like, no, wait, 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 let me tell you something. <laughs> um, Monkey Island. So, I don't know if you've ever played Monkey oh, yeah. Island, a pirate yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I love Monkey Island. That was one of my first PC games. Guybrush Threeput, I love that game. Um, it was like a point-and-click game, and it, it felt really expansive to me back then in the world. Uh, I played number one. I did use a walkthrough because I was a child, um, but I, I wanted to complete a game, and it was the first game I 100%ed, and I did spend years trying to complete it by myself. I got about halfway through, and then I thought, you know what? I want to actually finish a game, so that's the first one I completed. I did use a walkthrough. Um then the first game, I think I 100%ed the first game, and it was quite an, a late one. Um, 
Because what I tended to do was buy the the next new tile that my friends would play, and then I'd go on to the next one. But the first one that I really put a lot of effort into was Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, so it was quite a late release, but I really enjoyed that. I love horses. I'm a horse rider in real life. Um, I rescued my horse, who was also visually impaired. Uh, we had a great dressage career, which is completely another story. But um, yeah, so horses in the game were like my draw to play that game. Um, and I just love cowboys, and it was just such a cool game. So Red Dead, Monkey Island. Third game is another Xbox game, The Witcher 3. Really enjoyed that. I love... I haven't watched the series, The Witcher. I mean, I watched a bit of an episode, but it didn't you feel like... It. It's not yeah, that good. it didn't right. feel like the game to me. So I didn't I didn't enjoy it, and I see a lot of people that haven't played the game enjoying it, and I just think they watch it for Henry Cavill, you know, and I'm like, I don't <laughs> really... I mean, yeah. can you blame him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's Sweet a lot of business. my girlfriends are like, let me watch The Witcher, and I'm like, you haven't played the game, and they're like, no, girl, but you need to watch it, and maybe that's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I kind of like things that are true to the game. So we've got Monkey Island um red dead the witcher um pokemon oh, red pokemon red i think yes. has to be in there i really love pokemon red it was one of the i think it was probably the first one i played charizard you know like charmander the... definitely a charmander starter girl whenever um i can be um with you on that and then <laughs> destiny 2 destiny 2 has to be Destiny 2. Mm -hmm. um, other games, but those are the five that I would say have really been ones that I've invested the most time into. Um, and I suppose I suppose I miss World of Warcraft, but that's not something that's currently in there for me. It was life-changing, so I probably should have put that in there. But anyway, that's the sixth one. Um, oh, but yeah. I knew I'd ruin it. Yeah, I have to add Final Fantasy XIV. I don't know who gets that, but I have to add Final Fantasy XIV because I've been yeah, playing okay, that for we like had a top six three each, years. Then. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Okay. Final Fantasy XIV was my jam before I got into Destiny. It, yeah, I mean, so it's, yeah. Teach yeah. can have Final Fantasy XIV, I can have WoW then, so we have a top six. There we go. There we go. That'll do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jerry, did your list change? Let's get you. Let's let's get you with yours. Yeah, let's hear yours, mm. guys. Okay. Let's judge um, you on your choices of life. Come on. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, this is on all the list. Obviously, Destiny for obvious reasons. We 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 all stream it. We all play it a lot. We all help each other help people out. So it's brought mm -hmm. me. A, Destiny has brought me a lot of a lot of friends and yeah. a lot of uh, you know just like minded for a goal like a raid which is no walk in the park you know hmm. um another another one for me uh, you know you mentioned final fantasy 14 i would have to say mine is final fantasy 10 okay. that was mm. final fantasy 10 like that hit all the spots when it came to storytelling when it came to like storytelling and you know at the time those were like state of the art graphics it was just like it was an it was unlike any other final fantasy game before it and then, hmm, God, like, as you know, just like you, this is really last minute now. So, um, <laughs> you had to put that one. See, it's yeah. not nice, is it? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <Hey>. Um, 
Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is my other oh. game besides Destiny. So, that. and and then the next one I'll also say is like Star Wars: The Old Republic. And I, oh. you know, I've told this on I've told this on shows before. My when it comes to games, especially online ones, my favorite raids are Destiny. My favorite dungeons are Elder Scrolls Online, and my favorite stories are Star Wars: The Old Republic. Have you played nice, Star nice. Trek Online at all? Played, I am not a Trekkie. No, I've seen it uh, played, and I'm it, like, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, then Just shoot me down. Shoot me. Shoot me real down. You know, real hard. I've wa- I've watched it. It looks interesting, but like, I'm just not Trekkie. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's quite an old but, yeah. game. Yeah. You know, in a lot of these games I'm listing, it just revolutionized, like, gameplay for me in some way. Like, Elder Scrolls Online, I was big into Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim. Mm, so when my, when, my bro- when my younger brother was like, hey, man, have you tried out this game, Elder Scrolls Online? And I was like, there's an online one? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, dude, I'll get it for you. Like, check it out. And, like, been hooked ever since. And then Star Wars The Old Republic, I mean, before they went completely linear with the expansion storylines, the class storylines, having eight separate ones, like, that took a lot of work from them. And I've played every single class storyline. I got, like, 14 characters. Just because I'm, like, just because it's, like, you know what? I haven't played this storyline in a while. The agent one's pretty cool, so I'll make another one just to experience it again. (laughs) And then... And then my last game, I would actually have to say, would be the first game I ever beat when I was a kid, which was Zelda A Link to the Past from the SNES. Yes, Ooh. man. Yeah, that, definitely. That's a that, solid question. At the time, that was probably the most open world game you could run into, and it was yep. just a hell of an experience. It was like, oh my god, there's so much I can do, and there's so much different stuff in here. Like, even... I tried to play it when I was an adult and I was nowhere near when I was a kid, but I could finish if I could finish that within eight hours on a Saturday when I was like a 10 year old kid (laughs) without dying. (laughs) But then the next time I tried it, like in my mid twenties, which is still a while ago, um, I was like, (laughs) Oh my God, I'm getting my ass kicked. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, those ones real, all five of those, all five destiny ESO, Swoter, Final Fantasy X, Link to the Past, Zelda, revolutionized and like changed gameplay for me in like so many different ways. Yeah, man, that's, that's right. It was a solid. Uh, that's a solid category of five for sure. And of course, everyone wants to know what is Carlisle's top five games of all time. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> I want to know. Does it have yeah. anything to do with your T-shirt? Can I ask? Because that's a cool T-shirt. <laughs> You know? You're ready for hey. this. You, you know what other game he has been playing? What? What has he been playing? <laughs> tell us. Tell me. <laughs> the, Mar- the Mario RPG. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. The, the that obvious is my story. Yeah. One. Mm. That is my number one game of all time. Is a Super Mario RPG. Um, I played it as a kid. As that's when they had the remake, I was super stoked. I was going crazy when they said they were finally getting it after all of these years. Since 1996, it was 1996 when it, when it first, you know, aired. And everybody was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. Best RPG, Mario RPG I ever played. Uh, besides Thousand Year Door, I love that one. Um, my second one would be Star Fox Assault. Uh, one of, I love the Star Fox series. That is one of my favorites. Um, love the game. I think it was ahead of its time. 
great. And it was from the people who made um uh what was it? Uh what's the game? Ace Combat Seven. They're the ones who who made that Star Fox, which is pretty cool. Um next one. Of course, I'm gonna have to combine the ma- I'm gonna combine that as one as one uh the Mass Effect series. Love mm. the Mass Effect series to death. The, yeah. it, it's just one of those games that it just hit for me, man. The story, solid. The character, solid. You fall in love with all the characters. You love them. Um, just everything about it, and just the progression. Each each game that you played, just how it just got better and better and better. Uh, you know, that's always gonna be in my heart. Would you romance? Oh, Ash is all Ash all day. That's my that, Ash that's, all day. That's my one. Yeah, <laughs> for in. sure. I did too. Oh yeah, there you go. See, I knew we had something in common. <laughs> <laughs> Except in two, I did. I was with Tally because. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that I, much I, I was a Tally dude. <laughs> <laughs> you have that much options. She was like, okay, you know. Yeah. But let me go with that one. But yeah, for sure, the series, and just like I was geek for the next one that's coming out, as well. But uh, let's see. That was three, four would be, mm, of course, Destiny. I gotta, I gotta put Destiny. I'm mm-hmm. a Destiny guy. I played Destiny. I don't know I, if you I, all I see a it. pattern here yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bringing us together. The <laughs> That's where we're all here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Destiny, definitely uh, for sure. Um, of course, I played the beta Destiny one. I was there um, throughout. And just been playing ever since. Loved the game. Yep. Uh, my Likewise. fifth game would have to be. Hmm. This one's hard because I got it. I can't really say top five like you guys. My top mm-hmm. five tomorrow will be something different. And you'd be like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I would have to say. Uh, so, I would say one of my favorites was uh, Sonic 06. A lot of people be like, oh, no. Oh and my gosh! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, brother. Listen, listen. I got mad respect for you saying Sonic 06 because let me just tell you. First of all, I've got about 100 hours in that game. Okay. Yes, me too. Me too. But, <laughs> but that game, whether you love it or not, is fundamentally broken and bad. It is not yes. a good video game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like fall through the map. At random times while you're running yeah. down the track, bad. It sounds like the time of my life. Drop your rings, bad. <laughs> it's a bad game. It's a really this, bad game. But this is sounding like my Warlord's Ruin. I want to play yesterday. it <laughs> If you can find a copy of it, for the love of God, play this game because it is, it is so bad you will laugh and have a little bit of fun. I'm telling uh, you. Oh my goodness. My roommate and I in college used to. Uh, go down to the gas station and get 40s and try to play that game <laughs> for oh, man. hours. That's an image. I That's that. this sounds. This sounds like a 40 type of game. Yes. <laughs> well, this is at the time. This was Sonic 06 released at peak achievement hunting. Yeah. Time. Mm-hmm. What's so a 40, what you, by the way? Uh, a 40 ounce beer. <laughs> oh, oh, that's amazing. It's a literal 40. Yeah. Okay. Um, Terrible for you, but terrible for you. They're really terrible for you. Uh, (laughs) But the the, the, the thing was at that time, like I I was one of the many players on Xbox 360 that wouldn't start a new game until I'd 1000 pointed the game I was Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And and that trend kind of faded and whatever. But the but at that time, like these achievements 
it wasn't just about being good at the game. It was about <laughs> beating the bugs of the game and, and mm. like yep. just getting through the map without, you know, it crashing or, or you falling, falling through to the floor. Mm. <laughs> so it was, a, yeah, wave. man, I can't you, believe you just all brought that, that game one. up. I have like a, over in the ocean wave. <laughs> Whoa, that's a big one. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Carlisle now knows that I'm not lying, that I actually have indeed yes. played yeah. that game. You wow. are a goat for sure. <laughs> Loved it. It's, it was bad. It was, yes, it was absolutely bad, but Terrible it was vehicle. fun to play at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was Hilarious a fun experience, but it was bad at the same time. Love that. That was those are those are mine for sure. But like I said, it could change. It, it will change for sure. <laughs> it's top five as well. I must play that now. I'm gonna go find it. Yep. What was it on? What Xbox what was 360. It on? Xbox. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm. Xbox 360, PS3. Um, surprisingly, yep. they had a PS2 version of it. I oh, was actually wow. surprised at that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, what? That's crazy. You can probably it find it for bad. 80 cents and you can now play it on a T89 calculator. It's going to be This Mac fridge is coming out. It's popping in. Get your old Android. You can play it on there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Getting angry at your smart fridge. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I can't believe I died. Yeah. <laughs> Opens to get but, the milk out. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Fell through the um, map again. I'm <sighs> telling you. It was like that for sure, those days. But folks, we're finally into the Super Bowl of the topics today. So, season of the wish is finally in. So we finally, we finally got a chance to. Uh, we've been hearing about it, you know, and we know that you know the rumors were true when it came to uh, season of the wish. Um, we're finally in here. We're in the last uh, attempt, so that way we can go ahead and go in the portal, but. Of course, we already know Sabathun actually stayed true to the word and gave us the answers when it comes to what is the last wish and how to get in the portal. And it's ribbon. Oh, for surprise, it's ribbon. And um, so I do want to ask um, you, Jared, first, uh, your first impressions going into the season. How did you feel about it, um, even from a narrative and lore perspective, even from just the gameplay and just seeing all the changes, all the, you know, sandbox changes and everything. How do you feel going into uh, Season of Wish? Season of the Wish, before even going in, since this is going to be the last, like, season, I was like, this has got to be a banger then. Especially since, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, last year I I kind of stayed off the game from the seasons, even though they looked pretty okay. And then this one, I was going, eh, okay, Witch is pretty cool. I mean, I took my breaks from Witch, but, you know, that one was still a really good one. But I was like, this next one has it's got across all Mm -hmm. the check marks, you know, and, you know, so far, like the activities are really cool. I enjoyed having to run through the last wish raid, but in a story setting, um, the coil is an absolutely amazing arena event. (laughs) Like you when it like for season of the witch. I liked uh, I liked the Sabbath Inspire. Um, the altars of summoning were kind of hit and miss with me, uh, mm-hmm. just because I you know I would I I would jump in and then you got somebody putting make putting it in like the hardest difficulty 
and yeah. then both your teammates are immediately dead and i'm like depends who you get with all right your i'm out mm. yeah, yeah i'm like yeah. okay i'm out like you know so alter alters of summoning was a real hit and miss with me coil is hitting all the spots that mm -hmm. is a fun one yeah. and plus you know people are mentioning i i still got to do a full coil but you know i've seen what the treasure room looks like at the end and like just visually you feel like you accomplish something every time you do that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it feels so good man mm -hmm. i love the coil i mean just knowing when you step in there what how many lives do you have like 22 or something like that 25 more know. as yeah, well you already yeah. know you already know what what type of activity it was going to be. As soon as you jumped in, I was like, "Uh oh." And I mean, even I the challenge, even the challenges are just the right difficulty. Like with Season of the mm -hmm. Witch, I liked that you could pick your difficulty. Of yeah. course, yeah. when you're when you're a group with three people randomly with absolutely no form of communication, like I mm -hmm. said, you jump in and you got these, and you got folks that are like, you know fresh to the game putting it in That's the hardest mode opinion. and i'm like yeah. and i'm like and, and it's like you, you know i'm just like i'm out like or we can try and tough through this and we're gonna make it the easiest okay but yeah. the season but the coil in season of the wish i think it is the i think it, it's the it's the perfect difficulty especially for you know like us who are experienced players it is mm -hmm. a really good difficulty and i don't think it would be difficult that if you had like a new friend jump into the game right now and you showed them this, I don't think it would be difficult to make it that to to get it that they understand what's going on and be able to get through it. Nice, yeah, for sure, you're absolutely spot on with that. Teach definitely, uh, I definitely want to get your opinion. Jumping in to season of the wish, how did you feel about the whole thing overall as first impression? I mean, my first impressions were pretty great. I would say that, uh, you know, the the experience of getting to interact with an intelligent, ethereal form of ribbon, um, you know, is something that I always wondered about. I think as a, as a guardian, you heard all the lore stories about, you know, the different characters that interacted with Ahamkara throughout the lore. And I think that that was always something that was like, gosh, and we killed the last one. That feels like man, like you know, like, I get it. She was taken. She probably need probably needed to happen. But man, I would have mm -hmm. liked to just you know, just just chat for. Turns out she's kind of rude, which is a bit of a bummer. But um, <laughs> right. But uh, you know, I'm I, I'm really I'm really happy with uh, you know, I like I like the. I like that Destiny kind of since Witch Queen has found its rhythm with its core cast. Um, mm -hmm. I yes. think that you know you, you there's. And and there's certain sections, there's pods of characters that go together, which I, I kind of like. They're not just forcing yeah. characters to interact for the sake of them interacting. Like, it's, you know, I like that that, that this kind of rounds out the year. We started the year with Mara, for sure, but we're ending the year with Mara. So there was a lot of Mara this, this year, which is whatever. It's fine. I, yeah. Uh, never a bad thing with more Mara around, but um, <laughs> I, I'm happy to see that, like, you know, we're we're getting a uh, an, a chance to kind of dive into... The Dreaming City again to dive into mm -hmm. Awoken lore to learn more about Ahamkara to kind of, you know to, to to maybe take a huge risk bringing back baby Ahamkaras to do mm -hmm. who knows yeah. what's gonna happen. Yep. Yeah, do that. <laughs> nothing bad could happen. Surely, definitely not, dude. Nothing could ever. Yeah, things. Ah. especially at the end of last season, finding that egg at the end of Embaru Engine, and then when you first interact with the Riven, you're finding out you have to find more. Yeah. 
many more apparently according to yeah them. so i mean and i and i'm i agree with i agree with jared i think that the the activity is uh is great you know i i think that um i i maybe didn't have quite as much of an aversion to summoning uh i, mm-hmm. I thought that that i liked its kind of endlessness was that mm-hmm. you know I, I got some yep. catalysts done last season. Let me tell Not you bad. what, I've been sitting yeah, there for <laughs> as long as I need to, you know, and then you just keep going. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you could leave when you want. And and sometimes I'd be in there with one other person and 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 somebody would get dropped in and they'd just go find their holograms and leave. And I'm, all right, mm-hmm. that's cool. Like, that, yeah. you do what you want to do. Like, no big deal. Yep. I don't yep. know. I kind of like that little arena style jump in, jump out. Yeah. You could just play mm-hmm. this for as long as is comfortable. So I, I'm, I'm okay. But I think the coil is a, a kind of perfect merging of that plus the previous seasons that stuff where we get like a legend version and you know mm-hmm. you, get, you, you get that opportunity to take on a challenge but it ramps up and i and they think they, they really aced it they really nailed it, it hasn't felt this this good to me probably since menagerie so Facts. agreed, yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Great take. Yeah. yes mm-hmm. great take for sure i definitely agree with you on that man it does feel really good uh them going in that style of activity i think there was a nice touch for sure especially it really it really puts adds more to like the dream estate city aesthetic and yeah. just overall even even like the overall changes that they've done to the dream city it kind of updated a little bit with a blind well you know mm-hmm. they getting being able to get more loops harder harder bosses i love what they did i think that was a really nice change because we all know it was we had a little bit of stuff in um in Dreamer City, when we first launched Forsaken, we didn't get mm-hmm. as much as we hoped yeah. we would get yeah. with that. And this yeah. is their, it's like their time of really starting to do that and yeah. uh, give us a hefty amount of content coming out of it. So I'm, I'm proud of what they've done for sure so far. Yeah. Curry, I definitely want to yeah. hear your take. What is your impression of uh, Season of the Wish so far? Well, I, I am much along the lines of you guys, absolutely. And I, I really agree that I think we dusted over the Dreaming City and we didn't get a full look at it. And I'm really glad we get to dive into that more now. I think what I've really liked, again, about that um, Jurathan, Tijra and yourself were, were saying is that the the last two seasons, uh, Witch and Wish, have felt like Destiny's going in a different direction with their seasonal activities. So that we can stay in longer, that we can either... We needed something that appealed to new players and to the hardcore players, um, you know, like ourselves, that we could stay in and compete, complete together. Um, so we could either go in um, and do something, you know, on a on a one sword last season, or we can go into the coil and run it once this season and be done with it. But if you want to go in again. You can go in two or three times and up the difficulty each time. And, you know, you can buy different um, things from Riven to make that easier or, you know, make it more of a challenge for yourself by not buying any of them. And I really like the way that we are starting to get, you know, difference in the way things are laid out. I think going in, going and doing that same seasonal model over and over and over again was getting very annoying for a lot of the core players. And I think these, this new layout so far, touch wood, is seeming, you know, interesting to play. I love that Riven is 
back. I apologize for what we've done to her left foot repeatedly without doing her <laughs> legit. I'm so sorry. I do have a little bit of a suspicion that bringing back all of my friend thought we said X's. We need to go and find Riven's X's. I was like, Riven, it's Riven's eggs, not Riven's X's that we're looking for. <laughs> I don't know if she has many boyfriends and girlfriends. You know, I don't know about that, but it's Riven's eggs, not X's that we're looking for. Um, I don't know that bringing them all back is a hugely good idea. Uh, but you know, sort it. They're dragons and they're cute. I would love to see a baby Ahamkara. I don't know about you guys, but I hope there's some kind of emote or, you know, fun little thing that we can do. I they're gonna be cute. Plushies. I mean, Riven is badass, oh, yes. but yeah, plushy and baby Ahamkara. I'd take a plushy Riven. I'd take Riven. Mm -hmm. She damn cute. <laughs> Apart from those weird blister things, but. You know, um, I'm wondering how Riven will sort of, if she is in her spectral form, in her ghosty shape, knowing that we're getting Cade back in some kind of spectral ghosty shape, you know, My man. what do we do? Do <laughs> Is the 15th wish getting Cade back? Are we wishing for him back? Uh, you know, like, what are we doing? How does getting Cade back tie in with Riven going into the final shape? That's what I'm wondering next, but I'm really enjoying the new season. I think there's a lot to love. And the new dungeon, I mean, I'm sure we'll God. talk about that, is 10 out of mm -hmm. 10 for me. And I must say that running the new seasonal stuff as a disabled player, uh, I fed back to... Um, I mean, I've only streamed for, for two years now, nearly. Um, uh, two years in May that I've streamed for. Um, and for the last year, I fed back to um, uh, Bungie on accessibility. And in a lot of the previous um, seasons, there have been bits and bobs that have felt a little bit like, you know, jump puzzles in Vow of the Disciple perhaps were not as evenly lit, for example, things like that. Mm -hmm. But in this season, it feels like a, a lot more is, is being catered to um, towards, you know, playing as somebody that may have a visual impairment. And, and speaking to the devs as well, there are a lot more things that have been put into the game recently that are for people that have less movement in their body. So things like the auto shoot and auto melee things that came in were designed as accessibility mm -hmm. features for people that were unable to perhaps hold the shoot button down for as long or didn't have as many you know if they if they weren't able to um you know if they had less limbs or you know it's all designed to be able to do it with less um and i'm really looking forward to seeing if there's going to be more of that in in this season and i'm i think there will be um, but there's been very little so far, apart from perhaps some lighting things, you know, in the coil going from the dark, darker rooms into the, you know, the light patches with the take and where you have to stand and cleanse in the light. That light can be quite yeah. bright, um, mm -hmm. you know, transitions like that. But I haven't seen a huge amount of, of problems, which is really positive. So I think a lot is changing for the positive in these in these new seasons. And I'm very happy about it. And dungeon, very good, very good dungeon. 10 10. 10 out of 10. Agree. Yeah, for sure. I do um, too. So, uh, Jared, I do want to ask you about the dungeon. How do you feel about the dungeon? Since uh, Perry gave us the segue, which is nice. <laughs> so, my, <laughs> my, before Warlord Ruin 
Warlord's Rune came out, my top one was Prophecy, and it has taken that spot. Oh, agree. Mm, yeah. Wow. Can I just say something? It... I accidentally tweeted that, well, I didn't accidentally, we were in the summit and they gave us the name of it, and I was the first mm-hmm. person to tweet out the name um, Warlord's Ruin. I was so mm. terrified that nobody else had <laughs> tweeted it that I deleted my tweet, because everyone was coming and saying, <laughs> where have you found this out? How, I've never leaked anything in my life or, or been the first <laughs> to say anything. And obviously we were allowed to tell everything from the meeting. Um, yeah. But I was yeah, so everybody was terrified I was so terrified that I'd done something wrong. I deleted the tweet, so I just oh, find that really funny. Oh god, carry on. Sorry, I just I'm so embarrassed. Nope, you're fine. But yeah, so my favorite one before was Prophecy. Even after all the other dungeons releasing, it main it it, it stayed Prophecy until yesterday. Mm-hmm. Warlord's Ruin mm-hmm. is by far my favorite. Mo- the aesthetic is great. The mechanics are very easy to understand, would be very easy to explain to new people. And, you know, I I, I, I think it's still the right amount of difficulty. Um, I mean, dungeons aren't a walk in the park. It's going to be hard. But I think it is the perfect amount of difficulty. Like I said, the mechanics would be very easy to explain for anybody who had never jumped in before. And just, I mean, you're fighting a dragon on top of a castle. Like, how can you get mad at that? No. Mm. Like... I'm all I'm all for that because, you know, like I said before, games like the Elder Scrolls series and stuff like that, it, you know, games like that have influenced like ha- games I like to play. And, you know, they just added more fantasy element to it. And I think it's pretty damn cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely for sure. Yeah. Yeah, great take, man. Really great take. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I really love, I really love this thing, this dungeon. Just so cool, the aesthetic, everything. Uh, even down to that sidearm that I really love. Shout out to you, brother. But uh, yeah, that <laughs> that uh, that that sidearm's amazing. The rocket man. firing, yeah. indebted kindness. Yeah, That's that one is. Yeah, mm. yeah, that one is so good. It's really an interesting good. little. It's the 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 rocket sidearms are very interesting. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Um, I do want to ask you. Um, also, uh, uh, now that we're talking about it, TJ, I definitely want to ask you the same thing uh, about the dungeon too. Um, did you love? Did you love it? What does it rank for you? How you feeling about the dungeon? Man, I uh, dungeon for me is pretty up there. I um. I think that setting music mechanics kind of design, uh, I got to give it, you know, all top scores across the board. I think that's probably the most interesting they've done. You know, I, I, I thought it was going to be pretty top, hard to top ghosts for me because mm. I think just the mysticalness oh, wow. of it. I mean, you're hearing mm. Zivu Arath's enraged eulogy essentially <laughs> to her brother, uh, you know, screamed at you. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a very dramatic, you know, kind of experience. And it's really our first, one-on-one with that character and i'm like this is a pretty tough this is a pretty lore rich dungeon it's tough to top this mm-hmm. um but man it's it's kind of like what you said it's it's a it's a it's a it's a castle and a dragon i'm a fantasy nerd so it's it's tough to beat <laughs> the the environment of that for me i think the the only the only points i might dock from the dungeon for this in this case is uh you know i definitely i understand having gear more rooted in reality it was obviously something that 
we're, we're yeah. calling back to the time of the warlords and the iron lords mm-hmm. and, and pre-guardians and i i I understand if we're finding this gear in the castle, it's probably more akin to older and more practical stuff for sure. However, uh, you know, we did just have a dungeon where we literally were dripping in liquid magic and lit candles on Mm. our bodies. And like, it was like a very, I'm like, man, like there's a, there's a big change there. And and I'm not saying that the ghost armor is the pinnacle of dungeon armor. Cause I, I, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, admittedly I don't wear it, but I think it was awesome looking. Um, but you know, I, I think I would have loved to have seen a little bit more of a, of a fantasy embrace with the, with the, with the armor weapons, a little bit more of that knights Mm. and dragons and, you know, that kind of stuff. I think, um, but you know, other than that, I mean, really, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled with it. I think the special sidearm class being kind of introduced into the game is a really exciting thing. Uh, the, the, the dialogue that you get from finding the bones in subsequent runs and stuff is, is really lore rich and very interesting yes. and, and mm. um, just really like, it's, it's just fun. It's just, I love taking people through it and I think it's a, it's a easy, easy eight and a half, nine out of 10 for me. I do like the quest. I think I, I think the quest right. out of any dungeon quest is the most um mm. how how would I say it? It, it it's the most involved one. Like there's actually that something goes along with it and makes you have to run it over and over instead of a one and done. And I really like yeah. what they did with it. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Um I definitely I definitely love what they've done um so far. I, I think it's really great, especially implementing it that quest it makes you work for it and just the secrets in the whole uh dungeon man I, it's great man and it just especially like uh the traps is hilarious oh uh, God. just yeah. one of those treasure chests and then boom <laughs> <laughs> pops out screams oh no we're done yeah. i mean just the little things about that really excites me every time i go in there it's just like uh it's amazing yeah trust me that um that final boss yeah it was something that Final boss is definitely something. Uh, when it comes the to arena for that final boss is like cool. one of the best Amazing. ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And I think I think too they they was like okay we're gonna go all in when it comes to uh, this aesthetic because even if we look at uh, I would say uh, Ghost of the Deep right they were trying something new uh, mm-hmm. with the dungeons and uh, I, I liked it from an aesthetical point looked great um, fighting the loosened hive and everything that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, just the difficulty of it is is what I like, and uh, mm-hmm. with this they 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 took it up a notch. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do, it. and I feel like even the sidearm that's more exotic than what we're about to get with with the actual exotic in the. Uh, I was like, ooh, <laughs> I thought mm-hmm. you guys said you guys not bringing pinnacle weapons back again, and it's yeah. a new archetype. Let's go! Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I love it, man. I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. Um, yeah. So so far, guys. Definitely want to give you guys um, overall for first impressions right now. What do you rate it right now as far as the other seasons is concerned? Teach. This is the best season of the year for sure. Um, I haven't been this excited about a season and its content since Seraph, which I thought was an excellent cap to last year. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I think Lost was the best season they've ever done. So I, I think mm-hmm. that they, these end of the year seasons seem to be their bangers. And, you know, I didn't think it was going to get better than Lost. And then we had Seraph. And then, you know, after Sarah, now we have this. And I, I feel like it's that we get this really, there's a lot. They seem to end these years really strongly. So I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hoping that the season continues to deliver. Nice, nice. I always tell people that getting getting into the game, I'm like the season that comes out with the expansion is amp, but by the end of the year, you are going to be stunned. 
Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, they're doing a really good job with this so far. I'm loving it. Uh, definitely for me, the the best season so far right now. I'm loving everything about it right now. The guns, the quality of life changes they've made. Yeah, man, I'm enjoying it for sure. Carly, what you think? Yeah, I was just going to say about the dungeon that I agree with what Paige was saying about them slightly, um, a bit of a disengage with the armor set. I thought I agree with that, that I think that the whole theme of the dungeon was quite oldie-worldy, and then we had sort of glow sticks on the armor, and perhaps there could have been <laughs> a little bit of, I mean, I like the glow sticks, but perhaps there could have been sure. a little bit more of a feel that, you know, it, it, it felt a bit like the Christocrine set from um, Europa, yeah, yeah, and it didn't feel so. like yeah. dungeon armor, like I wanted yeah. to feel like I'd got a bit more from it you know and like oh my god yeah. you know the dungeon armor i need to put this on now because that's what i usually do um i agree with you guys that prophecy was definitely my favorite before um but this is now 100 percent. i've spent 17 hours sherpering this dungeon so far wow. um i've wow. done 10 sherpers including my own run of it um which we did blind and i don't know how we managed to get out of the jail cell but we did um it took <laughs> half an hour and i love the tweet by joe of um Azracross, uh, paul tassie's tweet that said it took Azracross 10 minutes to take the first boss down then half an hour in the jail cell and joe tweeted mm -hmm. back in a reply joe biden we got him <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. But yeah, I think um the dungeon for new players is going to be really good. It, it from sherpering it for that long, it, it's been fantastic. I've done it with people that have a lot of disabilities and then people that have just not played very long, as well as people I've played with for a long time. And you know, we could do it in the quickest amount of time. Um, and then it's very in-depth with the lore I love as well. I think the final part of the quest, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it made me feel so strongly and warmly towards one of the characters that we've gotten to know a little better um, as to their reasons why um, on the certain subject that you get to uh, at the end of the quest. Um, I did feel that when we went back to the tower and handed, you know, into Ikora at the end, it was a bit of an anticlimax. Like, you just hand the quest in at the end and that's it. She doesn't say anything, it's just a hand in. So it did feel a bit anticlimactic. I also feel about this season, I'm a bit sad we didn't get another exotic piece of armor. Maybe it's still to come. Um, we didn't, you know, not necessarily in the dungeon, but I don't think we've got a new... Um, piece out you know for each class just uh, just yet um but yeah this this season as a whole i think is going really well i think it had to go really well given recent events i think it really i think everyone at bungie must be working with a stick to their bum and a carrot in their face you know i think they really <laughs> must you know they really have to be going it's a very for it, intense you know? visual i'm <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I just see Joe running around like that. Uh, um, but I, I really think they have to make sure you get that the right way around as well, because it would be horrible the other way around. <laughs> the carrot to the bum would be, you know, a nightmare. Um, but yeah, I really think it has to work because, um, you know, we've lost a lot of trust in Bungie. And that's it's it I don't think it, anyone's ashamed to say that. It's a very human factor when there are faces there like Liana and 
um, Sam Bartley, who are our two very prominent CMs that are now no longer there, and so many other great people, very human stories, like Lynn, I think her name was, who designed the Halo logo, um, I think it was, and some of the original characters' names in Halo named them, have now, are now no longer with um, Bungie, have been affected by the layoffs. Um and obviously all of our thoughts go out to them, especially this Christmas as well. And in winter when the time, it, you know, we struggle anyway. And I really hope that they are able to get help if they need to. Um, but, you know, I really think that the game had to land and I continue to play it for the people that are still there. As I said before, it is a family member I don't like you know, what is happening internally, but it is a game as well that I enjoy playing. If I didn't play the games that had management or other issues, if I stopped buying things from, you know, companies that, you know, for example, if they had palm oil or things like that, if they cut down trees, I would have no food, no clothes and no, you know, anything. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? There would, if we yeah. didn't, associate with people that had any form of anything then we you know we'd have nothing it's a very sad situation to be in because we'd like to stop supporting you know people that you know do things that aren't necessarily in a positive way um but i don't think people should be shamed for continuing to play the game i just really hope that management see that we are very upset with how things were handled i hope the gaming um, community as a whole can help devs you know evolve from this and you know so this doesn't happen this isn't a, a common theme because it seems to be at the moment and i really hope bungie are you know i think they will be running around like the house is on the fire trying to make this amazing and if it's like the dungeon is then you know it can only be positive from here mm -hmm. hopefully hopefully touchwood fingers crossed i'm sorry for ranting on i just you know this is uh you're fine <laughs> we're all so passionate aren't we and i'm british i talk a lot i apologize <laughs> <laughs> well we appreciate you and appreciate you to take for that um, also well looks like we finally made it to the end of the show and what we always like to do is a a last uh wrap up which is also we call it the floor is yours so um what we're gonna do is uh tell us whether we can find you and everything like that so tj what where can they find you what you got coming up uh you can find me on twitch most of the time uh big daddy tj on twitch uh you can find me on twitter uh which i won't that's the only name i'll ever call it and it's uh <laughs> bd tj on there um don't 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 go find big daddy tj i I don't know who runs that account, but they wild. Um, That's my and, old. Uh, <laughs> it's my old account. I've been mistagged a couple of times, and that dude. <laughs> He's not <laughs> happy with you, is he? <laughs> I mean, it, it, <laughs> don't anyway. He's got some stuff going on. I'm, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's so <laughs> BD Teach on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, and I'm Big Daddy Teach on TikTok. I like to spend a lot of time on TikTok. I do some videos up there. Um. And I would love to get to know you if you watch the show and you want to hang out and 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 talk about Destiny. You know, we we had a little anime chat earlier. Destiny is yeah. my sword art. It's where Can I log I just in just ask, to simply exist in that world. What so, is your yeah. favorite impression from your TikTok? I saw you do amazing impressions. 
can you do one that is your favorite i would love to hear one right now if you oh, can man. like pull them out and like i, I can, know some I can, people I can, can't there's a couple but, like, I what can is do your favorite Oh I mean, God, my, so my favorite one is probably, I mean, uh, my favorite one to do is Shax, I think, because <gasps> Shax is, is, a, uh, is a pretty, he's a pretty intense guy. Um, uh, you know, so be, be between Shax and Drifter, I bet but your I get wife most is requests for Shax. when you pull that out. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I think she's get probably sick of it by now. Guardian! But... <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an intense, yeah, I love, I love, I love doing Shax. I had a, I, although I did, the other day I was, I had a special request when I was sherping a raid that they wanted me to present the mechanics as salad, and oh. that was kind of an interesting, uh, oh. nice, fun challenge. I need too. to so raid with you. Uh, I always do a, a great uh, Zabala. Everyone loves when I do a, a Zabala. Oh, uh, do it. Voice. Nice. Both of you, I want to hear them. Oh, my goodness. Guampe. We got to gotta do one for sure. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Shicks, <laughs> what are you doing? <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh my God. That was so, so good. good. <laughs> that was, oh, my goodness. That was so good. That inflection. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, he's we really... built the witness was the end of the universe. Wow. But now we take hold. We must fight to the end. <gasps> or we may be ready. Oh hey, my goodness. You, they should have <laughs> yeah, just going to say, bro. move <laughs> over. Easy. Call Pico Isle. <laughs> what would Shaq say in reply, Teej? Uh, let's see. What did he ask me? He asked what I'm doing? Yeah, what are you up <laughs> to, Shaq? Yo, girl, what's up? Why don't you mind your own business? What I'm doing has no no consequence to you, Zavola. You send the Guardians off on their vanguard missions, and I'll send them into the Crucible. Oh, um. my God. Your English is incredible. It's so good. It's <laughs> really good. Wow. You could be my brother. Wow. <laughs> amazing so amazing cool. yeah it's a their the voices are are fun i love that. Uh, oh, yeah. that, that, that but that's that's a man if i close my eyes i'd have thought i'd have thought we had the man himself here sitting in there. Both of crazy you. dog Both of you we're gonna have to collab on. on a tiktok you have to hook me up with some zavala here well, it is not that good <laughs> I'm about to retire as a now that I know P's watching my TikToks. I'm taking my royalty from setting you guys up now. Here we go. We gotta do that. We gotta do like a whole little voice reel type of little conversation. That would be great. And then I'm sorry, but the only voice I can bring is my own character, Jareth the Hillbilly Hunter. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. He sounds like a real treat. Oh, God. Have you been hanging out with me for the last couple hours? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And that's him. I love that. <laughs> the play. Uh, so, Carly, how can yeah. we find you and uh, what you got going on? Yeah. Um, well, I don't have a schedule, unfortunately. With my brain condition, I can be quite off and on with how I feel day to day. But you can find me on my Twitch, which is Carrie Murph, C-A-R-I-M-U-R-P-H. And I'm the same on Twitter, like TJ, I won't call it anything, but um, Twitter, I mean, X is something I don't really want to remember. I don't think we want to, you know, even River doesn't remember <laughs> X's. Come on now. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I'm mostly on Twitter 
two, I'm chronically online on Twitter and um, on Twitch. So those are the main places. Um, but I do have a really thriving Discord where we do a lot of Sherpa um, and get-togethers. We have movie nights, all sorts of stuff. We have a clan as well. You don't have to be part of the clan to get help. Um and I do just quickly want to mention Guardians Mental Health. I am an ambassador for them. They're a fantastic organization. Um, they are. Christmas <laughs> and winter can be this time of year, especially with you know things like seasonal affective disorder, can be a really tough time um, financially with our mood and different things. They have a lot of. They're they're basically for gamers. Guardian is in the title, but it's for any gamer anyone you know and there's a great uh website and it will offer you you know mental health packs um and other great resources i do recommend going checking the website out and you can find help near you um as well as on the website so you know we're always there's always somebody out there who will talk to you and i really recommend um reaching out and and just checking them out and even if you don't now you know there's somebody there for you if you ever do need it in future. But, you know, thank awesome, you for awesome, having awesome. me, guys. I really appreciate it. Appreciate you. I've appreciate always been you. a massive fan of Teej as well, and I just want to say I've been starstruck sat here with you. No, seriously, uh, it has been an honor. When I oh, saw man. his name flash up on the summit, I thought we have to mention that as well. Don't think you're getting away with that easily, Teej, from what you said in the summit. <laughs> but when we're in the summit, I saw his name pop up and I thought, oh my goodness, I've made it. You know, like, oh, come I'm, on. No, come I'm on. serious. I'm serious. They were the most amazing people there, including him. And I thought, this is somebody that I've watched for a long time. And I just feel like, I sh you know, like, wow, I'm so honored. So just thank you for sharing this space with me tonight as well. It's been awesome, and I hope we can it play soon. It has been incredible. I, I, yeah. I, I feel to say the conversation's been great. I love the energy yeah. you bring to these, and I, I, I hope that we get to play Destiny sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. Soon. And I'm going to watch Sword Art, I promise. I'll do my homework. Please, please watch this. I'll yeah. Good. We, we got that anime podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I appreciate I appreciate all y'all for joining, for sure. And uh, also, uh, Jareth, I just want to get you, uh, how could you find out? Find you what you got going on, man. Yep, twitch.tv slash Jareth underscore Darkheart. That is where you will find me playing mostly Destiny 2, Tuesday through Saturday. My big thing is doing PvE help. So whether it's your GMs, your dungeons, your raids, like we'll get you through whether you're a first timer or you just need a group to play with. You can also follow, find me at Jareth on Twitter so you can find out when I'm on there as well. But PvE is my big but PvE is my big thing. I love teaching people like we can knock out whatever you needed. Whatever you need, doesn't matter how long it's going to take. Yeah, when are we raiding, guys? Like, I can feel this coming yeah. on now. With only Shaxx and Zavala, you it. know, voices. Let's go. When, earlier when we were talking, uh, the, there has been people in my Discord that, you know, like I said, when we were talking about, like, trials and stuff earlier, and mm. I'm like, a raid Saturday, that's no big deal. Like, I literally have people in my Discord, I, I'll be like, who wants to do a quick last wish, and I've got people who are like, what do you mean quick? And I'm like, dude, my fastest is like 40 minutes. Like, let's go. <laughs> well, you're raid leading then. I just think you volunteered yep. <laughs> for that, you know? Maybe. Damn. <laughs> sure, Not again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also guys, of course, you already know you can find me, Picola Gaming, on Twitch and uh, TikTok. You can also find me with the Picola Gaming, too, also. 
Uh, always posting motivational stuff and upcoming shows. So if you guys are interested, definitely follow me there. And we always have a good time. And uh, also next week, Saturday, is All Things Gaming live podcast. So uh, definitely join us for that. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Game Awards, which is coming up. So we're mm. going to do a lot of things with that. So, hey, keep you're gonna you're definitely gonna want to tune in we got a lot to talk about with that but so we finally made it to the end y'all so i gotta give the old mission clear so we made it we made it y'all we, we revived so hmm. i appreciate y'all for coming um again this has been an amazing show I um, love you guys, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and read off Mr. Clown Valentino. Uh, he's playing Elder Ring. Tell him that the last city radio center. And we appreciate you guys, and uh, we are out of here. So thank you so much, everybody, guys. for joining. Thank you. Appreciate it was fun. you. See y'all. See you Bye-bye. soon.